Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. And there's a whole lot more of those today than there was a week ago. Uh, we got Adam, we have Rhiannon. Rhiannon is our miracle child. Uh, she has managed, I think, to return COVID-free from San Diego. Rhiannon, how was the week? How was everything? Do you enjoy yourself? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I am still exhausted so like all week i'm like maybe i do have covid and all i have is the exhaustion or maybe it's just that i am old and went to covid and it's ex- i mean and went to, went to covid that's the type of mistakes i have been making all week like at work i have just kind of been like uh i don't know what to do because i'm making mistakes literally in a meeting today i was like we're gonna dot our t's and cross our eyes and uh not today <laughs> based on some of the tweets i've seen you maybe did go to covid seems like a few people <laughs> caught it oh like- my gosh i mean and and we definitely had people in our group that caught it so i know i've had direct exposure um but so far i don't have any real symptoms um i've joked i was like maybe i just got the covid brain fog and nothing else um I've taken some rapid tests. I'm still negative. So, you know, I hope everybody else that got it, especially, you know, major authors that are writing, you know, the end of huge, huge sets of books mm-hmm. and stuff. I hope everybody right. is fine. Um, you know, I hope, I hope this isn't a super spreader event that spread throughout the country, but it probably was, um, okay. but it probably, but worth it. I say worth it. Um <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was, it was a fantastic experience. I really, they estimated that it was like 25% fewer people that by the time they did the ticket returns and people that just didn't show up, I have no idea how accurate that number is, but it definitely felt less crowded and it was amazing. It was like Thursday of New York comic-con versus San Diego. Um, so I mean I really liked a smaller crowd there. That was that was cool. Um I did Hall H, uh, which I'm sure we will talk about later, but um I the only thing I apologize is just like I was horrible about reporting any of it. Uh Caleb called me out about this. I just I between the exhaustion and assuming that there were 100,000 other people sharing everything I just shared the pieces that I thought they maybe wouldn't share um, or that I found interesting. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm surviving. Now, tell us, Hall H was a little bit of a more of, I feel like it was a little more of a mess than it's been before. Like, it's just wasn't administered um, well. So I've never done Hall H before. My understanding is that it is always a mess. Okay. <laughs> the the particular mess this year, the difference that I understand from this year and previous years is that there was confusion as to where, like, even after you figured out your place in line. So it's always a mess when the line is forming. Like, where is the front of line? When does it start? Where do you get there? Um, and somehow a thousand people end up at the front that didn't exist 10 minutes earlier. It's just chaos which we had i mean my line group i was with some fabulous people that thrived on that moment and went out and got us our place in line at like 5 a.m so i didn't have to deal with any of that 
normally what happens is then you have your place in line and you can just put up your tents. You can, you know, lay out your sleeping bag, go to sleep, chill out. Um, and you don't really have to, you know, you have to have people there to hold your spot, but you don't really have to worry about anything until wristbands are handed out. And then you could go home and go to sleep for a little bit and you come back the next day. Again, some people hold your place in line. They had some conflicts as far as where the line could be because of other things going on at the harbor. So we really didn't get the point. You know, the line started at like 5, 6 a.m. on Friday. We did not have a spot where we could put out our chairs, put up our umbrellas and just chill and wait for the time to pass until about 2 p.m. on Friday. So everybody there holding the line had to be prepared to pick up. Yeah. I mean, we had, we, we had a fantastic group, a whole bunch of chairs, a whole bunch of umbrellas, a whole bunch of like blankets to put out and just make it a comfortable, easygoing day. And our plan was, you know, we have like three people there all day. Yeah. But we couldn't leave three people there with all of that stuff to move it. And they kept coming through saying, we're going to move you soon. We're going to move you soon. And we moved about three, four times until 2 PM. And then they came through and did the wristbands at 10 o'clock that night and the rest of us left. And it was just you know, the, the three folks holding our place in line for the night. And they weren't able to like get to their place to sleep until like two 30 AM. Like they physically wouldn't let them in there. So like they were just standing and waiting until two 30 AM. So when you look at that hall age crowd, they are just completely sleep. I mean, even me going to the place I was staying and sleeping and getting up the next morning and rushing over there so that I could be at our place in line to have the good seats. My Fitbit says I got three hours, 55 minutes of sleep. So that was with me being one of the ones that could go home and rest the, there were people in there with far less sleep. Yeah. So, um, which I think, I mean, like for Marvel, that doesn't matter. But when it came to Game of Thrones, House of the Dragons, it was nap time. It, <laughs> right, that, right. I mean, I am just, it, it universally, I mean, looking at it on Twitter, everybody in that hall, you have to do stuff. You have to have the flash and bang and pizzazz because we are not waking up for just a little Q&A with half asleep panelists. So, um, you know, uh, you know. DC did a great job of getting everybody's attention. Um, there, there were some good panels throughout the day that were interesting and fun. Um, but Marvel just blows them all away. That's all there is. Adam, how's the weekend for you? Do you have to write a million articles or has that gotten mm-hmm. better over the years? No, not a million. 999,999. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. No, probably about 40 or so. Definitely a lot busier than we typically are, but uh, it's a, a hell of a lot better than than the uh, alternative. You know, it's been a disaster pretty much throughout the whole entire pandemic. And and we've talked in not Slack, but our, our Discord about how the life of um, MCU stuff just isn't as what it or it just isn't what it used to be with with social chatter and engagement discussion and all that stuff and san diego comes along and kind of upsets the status quo with a uh uh phase and a half reveal you know um it was it was such a bizarre um series of events 
that we went from, you know, what we kind of talked about to actually getting some surprises and stuff. So it was uh, um, partially thankful for some paralegal in Europe um, flubbing up some legal paperwork. And um, so can you give me a little background on what happened? Because I missed all of that. Somehow. Yeah, Marvel Studios filed the trademarks uh, for everything they uh, announced um, a way early, a couple days early. And someone was searching the, what is it, the European Union of, I don't know, U- EU IPO or something like that. Um, and the day before, someone was like, hey, Marvel and Disney just filed all these trademarks. Um, and all of them were were legit as we quickly found out any site that ran them um um quickly got (laughs) quickly decided not to run them um and yeah and so that's why we got the daredevil announcement correct and so i can't remember what the other part was i'll have to do some thinking or, or follow, look back through my phone. But yeah, two of the things were, were added. I'm not sure if Agatha was a name change was one of them or not. But yeah, Daredevil for sure. They weren't anticipating announcing that at all, or they weren't planning, I guess, um, until we got the uh, trademark stuff. I haven't even looked yet and see if seen if they were filed um, in America yet. The United States. What's interesting enough, though, the last time they did a uh, what are 2019, um, they filed the day before the panel too, and nobody. Well, there they all are. July 22nd. Cool. Yeah, so they so they filed they filed again the day before, but do they have pull with? Do they actually have poll with the United States Patent and Trademark Office that they're like, hey, don't put this on the website until uh until we announce it? But yeah, all those are on the uh USPTO trademark side. By the way, if anyone's listening to this, both this and the European Union post not post office, the uh trademark search. It's all public record. Anyone yeah. can access it um i looked up the uh the nomad trademark that marvel mm-hmm. did it's super easy to do it and it just google like just google the name of the production and marvel and you'll find it really easy there it is yeah uspto search and um yeah you can even search by marvel characters inc which is what they file most things under but yeah and then there were like uh 34 other trademarks as well like uh shang chi and the wreckage of time um so people are most of them, a lot of them, all of them, I don't know, a substantial amount are probably comics or something of that nature. Um, but a lot of them are filed in the categories for either film or series or TV show or web series or that type of stuff. Yeah. So, Adam, the night of, like, I assume as the panel starts, you and a bunch of other writers at Comic Book are all like, just at your computer and you get sent a message from the boss, write this up, write this up. And you're just scrambling away. We you have were. Stuff? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most, I mean, yeah. Uh, most of the stuff's ready to go. Um, 
which is both a blessing and a curse because there's absolutely zero surprise. Um, but at the same time, that helps uh, the cluster um, buckiness of it all. Um, but yeah, no, it, this year was very, very smooth from like a news desk standpoint. Um, all the big stuff, you know, we anticipated and got that out really quick. And then whatever else popped up, like the 18 episode thing for Daredevil that popped up. Um, it was super, super interesting because Saturday morning was it that there was all of a sudden a lot of Daredevil chatter. I think I even DM'd you guys um, the name without even realizing it was coming that night. And then hours later, I found out and I kept sitting on it. I'm like, do I dare say anything in Discord or something? So I dropped a teaser. Yeah, and, we let uh, Rhiannon be excited at the moment. That was great. A little bit. And then uh, I wanted so bad. I, I typed out a message in all caps and exclamation points. And I'm like, I, I probably shouldn't. So I deleted that. You um, think you're the only one that was reaching out to us? <laughs> no, I was. Oh, you just... guys were here. You guys were here in other places. <laughs> it was well. So we we got the words "Daredevil Born Again" from more than one source, but nobody was expecting that 18 episode. So like when they when Kevin was there and he was like, and this next series, you know, an 18 episode first season, I was like, oh, well, that's not it. You know, like, I mean, I was just that. And then he said the word daredevil and it just like, that, I, that's why, like, I do not remember anything from the, I've rewatched the She-Hulk panel because that's online. But. Like at the moment, I could not even point to the women on screen and tell you which one was Tatiana Maslany. Like my brain would not function. So, all right, let's start to let's start to walk through it. Um, the best way I know to do it, we'll just go by release dates, and I think I can do it that way pretty well. Um, and so, and I was thinking, just you know, give us like a rough. I don't know, maybe like one to 10, like one is not interesting at all. 10 is super excited, like kind of where your excitement meter pegs on these things. So we won't ask you to rank them. There's, there's too many, but um, let's go and release order date. First up, we did have a She-Hulk panel. We got another She-Hulk trailer. Uh, that She-Hulk trailer, as we talked a little bit about last week, actually did have a little bit of Daredevil in the yellow suit as well. Um, I think the VFX have generally been treated a little kinder this time. So I don't know. How'd you guys feel about that She-Hulk trailer? Did it do anything for you or did it make any difference for you? I mean, it gave us the fourth wall break. It gave us, you know, a little bit of feel of who she is and what she's going through. I'm excited for it. I mean, and not just for the daredevil aspect. I, I like all of the actresses in it. I like, um, I think it looks fun. The VFX looked a little bit better. Her hair is still weird. Um, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm at a seven. Ten's the best, right? Ten's like, yeah, just absolutely ecstatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think seven. Yeah. Is that uh, what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Did you want numbers, Caleb? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to write mine down too so I can um see how wrong i was or how how my expectations said no it looked great um man bowl 
cameo, maybe Mr. Immortal cameo. Um, I love the idea of all these superheroes coming out. It, the I are, are they going to like talk mutants or what? Like, where's the sudden rise of superheroes and superpowered people coming from? You know, I think some of it's going to be. I feel like New Asgard's going to play into this somehow. Somehow, because okay. it looks like the Wrecking Crew has like mm-hmm. maybe runes on their stuff. And so, and it seems like one of the judges looks like an elf or something. Yeah. So I'm feeling like maybe New Asgard, because also in New Asgard, like there's non-Asgardian aliens that are living in New Asgard, right? Like some of those kids in that Mm -hmm. Thor Love and Thunder were like alien kids. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like maybe New Asgard has become like, uh, I could almost see them. I mean, I don't think they want to get too serious with it, but like New Asgard almost has like open borders interplanetarily. And that means that like more aliens are leaking onto the planet than than maybe the courts would like. I don't know. I feel like that's maybe a bit of it, but there we go. No, it's it's great. Um, there's a uh, the internet thinks there's a Ghost Rider cameo in it as well, or the featurette they released right afterwards. Um, but no, it's it's gonna be fun. Well, they say what half hour show, so it's twenty minutes or whatever. But um, should be a good time it's funny i i didn't love it like for me i guess it'd be more a five i think the thing that i'm struggling with is just it's supposed to be a comedy show and i don't know i don't feel like i've seen anything that's made me laugh really hard you know yet in the trailers and so i just think comedy is difficult like love and thunder is supposed to be a comedy and it just like the jokes just didn't land right and it kind of ruined things and so I guess I'm a little nervous with She-Hulk. Are they going to do stuff that is really funny? And, you know, it doesn't help that the head writer is like the the leader of the Pickle Rick movement. You know, like you guys know how I feel about Rick and Morty. So I'm just after I see an episode or two, if it can get me to chuckle, then I'll be a little more into it. You know, do you want to say anything about Daredevil, Rhiannon? Yeah, I, I, he was there. He was in yellow. He no, I don't really have anything to say about it. Just like he was there and that was another shock that just like my body had only barely recovered by the time that came right. up on screen. So, um, and that's also the weird thing being in Hall H is not knowing what was public. Right. So not knowing if like everybody was going to be able to see what we just saw. Right. Because we got She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever but yeah. you guys got footage from Quantumania and Guardians 3. And Secret Invasion. And Secret Invasion, yeah. Um, so so it was very weird, like, you know, in that moment, like, oh, my God, am I going to have to be able to explain this to everybody? And we were even sitting there, like, there on the screens. We couldn't see if the suit was yellow. Like, yeah. immediately after it happened, I was like, oh, my God, was that yellow? Was that yellow? And, like, the the others I was with were like, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't, you know, like just couldn't see him process and you know think about it that quickly um yeah i was like oh god like i really hope that the next month and a half isn't us going was the suit yellow was it not was it yellow you know i thought i saw yellow so i'm really glad that all of that was public so everybody else could just come to that firm conclusion for us um but yeah i mean so wakanda forever comes out in november we knew that 
Uh, we did learn that this ends phase four, which as we talked about last week on the pod, we thought we'd get better idea of where the, the phases begin and end. Phase four ends with Wakanda forever. We got a trailer. Obviously there was a trailer in the room. Um, Adam, since you, I mean, you got to see this trailer as well as everybody else. Has this maybe rekindled some excitement for you and as far as upcoming Marvel stuff? Hmm. No, I, I mean, it looked beautiful. I, it, I didn't cry at it, but I certainly felt emotions, you know. Um, I don't know. The Black Panther 2 was spoiled for me six months ago, and the trailer confirmed every little detail. Thank so that's perfect. just what I would put it at a five. Okay. Um, just because Namor, though, that. looks good, I think. Namor looks great. Yeah, Namor looks great. Um, the, the PR... Not, we talked about it on the podcast too. They they're uh, renamed Atlantis, um, in the press release. Um, confirmed that afterwards. Um, it also said other stuff that Disney quickly walked back, um, which was super interesting. But um, it, it looks gorgeous. It looks absolutely beautiful. Namor looks great. Um, Atuma Namora, they look great. It'll. Uh, it's just super interesting to see where they will take this because there are um what two spinoffs in development or, or something like this you know where where does it go from here you know is this the last black panther movie is it just going to live on in other properties and the, the two disney plus shows or or where's it going but from what they gave us um i think the music was probably the best part of it. You know, the pivot from Marley to Kendrick Lamar was just absolutely uh, gnarly. But um, yeah, man, it's going to... Seeing it in theaters, man, I it's going to be so devastating um, just with what they showed us in the trailer. Yeah. Rhiannon, what was it like in the room? I assume pretty, pretty teary. So... I mean, they did the, and the video is out of what they did for Black Panther. They, Marvel released, they did, you know, a a presentation sort of parading through the aisles, which almost came in front of us. Like they had security in front of us because we have, we were at the aisles um, in case we needed to get up and lose our cool. Um, So like we knew something was coming and they did that. And that was like four minutes of the parading and stuff. Um, I watching this trailer one I had very high expectations to just ball through the whole Wakanda you know forever section of this um, and I didn't like and watching that trailer I really enjoyed the trailer I think it was beautiful I, I, I think there was a lot there but I still have no clue what's going on um, you know I don't know the whole plot like Adam does I've stayed spoiler free. I have no idea what's going on from that trailer other than it is gorgeous. And and I know plenty of people that love Black Panther that have seen it and they're like, oh, that's gorgeous. I'm all in. But I don't know what we're all in for. Um, it, it doesn't even really sort of solidify if Namor is a villain or or what's going on there. So um, I'm, I'm giving the slightly lower ringing, like a six, because I just, it's gorgeous, but it left me confused. 
Uh, so it's a nine for me. Like I, this trailer, oh my gosh, it was so, <laughs> it was so great. And so the thing I love about Coogler is he, he does the world building, like the way that they made Wakanda a filled out, interesting place and had, it had all these rituals and all these traditions and you understood the politics and the way they dealt with the Jabari and the other tribes and the ritual combat. And it just, I thought it was, it just was so fleshed out. And I think we talked at the time, and I remember you saying like, this is like the biggest thing since Star Wars, as far as just like vomiting on an entirely new thing upon us. And so to give Coogler Atlantis, even if it's not Atlantis, but the underwater stuff and the way they're building it sort of on a, on a culture and the, a lot, the, the, the stories and the subtext that they can give that. Um, and then for me, a little thing, I've been listening to the three songs they put out, like the prologue soundtrack. And there's, this is stupid. I should have known this, but there's like a Spanish language track. It's like Hispanic hip hop people doing a song. And I'm like, Oh, like we really are going to see this expand to, other cultures and we said for so long how when's marvel going to introduce kind of like a hispanic character that's going to you know allow that community to feel what people felt black panther looks like ryan coogler is going to offer some of that here too like all of that stuff has just got me pumped up and i think the biggest thing is it really feels like an event and it's an event that's rooted in the story of black panther it's not like, I like No Way Home, but it was just kind of gimmicky, you know? It's like, oh, we're bringing back all these characters from the past. Multiverse. Three Spider-Mans. It just feels like a comic book event. This is just like, I legitimately want to see the next part of this story. And it's going to be told in epic fashion. So I'm, I'm just super excited by it. I guess for me, I'm in a situation where, like, I don't know who the hero is. I, I, I don't know who Black Panther is in this movie. Right. And we assume Namor is the villain, but we don't really know who the villain is. So yes, it looks gorgeous. And I, and I am a hundred percent in, I am hyped about it. I am just as a trailer, like I, I'm just a tiny bit frustrated because I want to know more, which will get me in the movie theater. I'm ready to go see it. And there's more trailers, you know, there's at least one more trailer. Do we even get two trailers anymore? I think so. I mean, is it fair to say too, Rhiannon, you almost always like the tra- the full trailer more than you like the teaser, right? Like, Yeah. First yeah. teasers always drive you crazy this way, I feel they like. They do. They do. You have a point. So, yeah. So I'm frustrated until I get that second trailer. I think everybody, my encouragement is like, you should pick a Black Panther candidate that you want to get the suit as long as you hold it loosely enough that if they don't, you'll be happy. So like, I've just decided I am team M'Baku. Like I want M'Baku to be the Black Panther. And so I will cheer for him throughout. And if he doesn't end up being the Black Panther in the end, okay, that's fine. Like I'm not gonna get mad about it if he's not, but I just think that we should all have our own rooting interests and just hold them lightly. But that's the way I would go about it, you know? I'm all in for an M'Baku. I'm cool with that. I think there's also a lot more Ironheart than I thought. Like, she's a big part of this. Mo- like, they are totally introducing her at least as much as Spidey and Black Panther were in Civil War, it looks like. So, all right. 
we'll keep moving. Uh, now we get the stuff that Rhiannon saw that we didn't see. So they showed us some stuff for our February movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, everything I heard is was pretty intense. We got MODOK. Uh, we've got uh, Jonathan Majors back as Kang. Uh, we got a new Cassie Lang. Rhiannon, what was, I mean, you saw the footage. Can you want to just tell us like the vibe you got from the Ant-Man footage? Uh, I don't remember much of it. <laughs> so it yeah. must have come right after She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, Because I really just don't remember a whole lot from it. Um, the vibe from the footage, I I wouldn't even go into like trying to, I mean, I seriously, and, and we joked about this earlier this week, like trying to find that point where I'm not still asleep from this con, but that I'm still, still remember, remember what happened. Um, did I feel, did it, from what I heard, it didn't, it wasn't like jokey though. It wasn't as much of like a comedy hey, let's have some fun, like Ant-Man's have been in the past. A little more intense, maybe? A little more or- intense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with some jokes. I mean, there were definitely, I mean, there was definitely a scene of him reading his own book in the library. Like, reading his book to kids, I think. Right? Yeah. And I, I, I'm sure there are recaps out there that are far more, but um, you know, so it still had the goofiness, and which which that fits. Like, from Miss Marvel, we know he has a podcast. We know he's trying to profit from being an Avenger, which good for him. Cause from Falcon winter soldier, we know he Avengers don't get paid. I mean, it still had that goofiness to it, but it did feel more serious. Yeah. Adam, I did not even see the MODOK. <laughs> Adam, are you excited about Kang getting on maybe a slightly different version this time? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, the, my, Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. No, he should be great. Jonathan Majors kills it and uh and everything he does. He was great and the the little we saw him in Loki. Um and I'm sure he'll kill it there. Um I did manage to um see Modoc and that's partially why I'm so bleh on the on the on the movie. I have it as a three, just because <gasps> Ant Man and the Wasp is one of my least favorite um MCU At- things. So that means they're they're reshaping Modoc in a way that just doesn't excite you, huh? He looks like a Ultron type thing. It's it's weird. So okay, I'd say this one's got me up to about a six. Like I didn't have huge expectations for it. The fact that people suggested that Majors was pretty um, was a little scary. I think that's good. I want to see Jonathan Majors because he was kind of like humorous menacing you know and loki i want to see him just straight up mean you know so i'll give it a solid five <laughs> i mean i'm still yeah i'm still burned on ant-man and the wasp these trilogies have played out in interesting ways so yeah all right then secret invasion is going to come out just a little before a little after that you got to see some footage of that rhiannon do you remember that footage much i do remember that footage and i am psyched for this one um Feige specifically said that they're going to a dark place. And I mean, it really started to feel like down to earth, dark, gritty. Uh, so I got excited. Um, it, the footage that we got, it was very fury heavy with no eye patch. So you get to see the scars from the cat. Um, 
very fury heavy, very uh, uh, Colby, Colby heavy. Um, and I, I, it struck me as something I'm going to love. Adam's going to hate. Oh, you know, as being, you know, a little bit of like getting into the characters, getting deep into these characters and, you know, why hasn't Fury been involved on earth? Like evidently he's been hanging out off earth all this time. Why didn't he come back when, you know, all this other stuff was going on, but he is coming back now. Like, yeah, like, so like what's, what's the big deal? Like a psychological case study of what he, what's going on in his head. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm psyched for it. It's way up there. It's like an eight, nine for me. Ooh. Yeah. I'll say, I, I mean, I didn't get to see it. So I, I'm thinking like a seven. I do like, I don't know. I just, I kind of thought this would be more like a Miss Marvel I don't know, like the scroll thing just wasn't super heavy to me the first time we had her in Miss Marvel. So, um, or in Captain Marvel. So, I, I like the fact that people are saying it's so intense. I feel like people are talking about this the same way they're talking about Andor over on the Star Wars side. And so, to me, that's something you can do in TV with a limited budget is like intense thriller. So, don't, don't give me spaceships blowing each other up and big scree crawl. Wo- Cree scroll wars you know just make it a, a guy going down alleys looking around his quarter you know over his shoulder not knowing where who's safe and who's not and i did think it was funny that kobe smolders was the only person in the cast there they're like oh olivia coleman samuel l jack they're all very busy important people colby's not got anything else going on so kobe smolders <laughs> but i assume marvel was just like we have blown our airfare and hotel budget yeah those things are not cheap for comic-con so who's local (laughs) yeah who's local what can we get i mean like they definitely couldn't get charlie in from ireland at the last minute so yeah or steven spielberg apparently is he hired for something oh there's just been rumors about spielberg doing fantastic four and he's so adam do you have any thoughts on secret invasion yeah, everything I've heard, I have it as an eight. Um, I'm super hyped for it. Uh, I'm not convinced the uh, Nick Fury we've been seeing in most of the MCU is actually Nick Fury. Um, from hearing the descriptions already through the descriptions and and the post-panel press, if you want to call it that or whatever, Um thinking maybe fury also quote unquote killed himself in winter soldier not only to escape hydra but potentially some sleeper cell scroll sleeper cell or something um i mean that's the natural break right because in mm -hmm. winter soldier he takes the eye patch he throws it away burns his stuff and i think a lot of people when ultron came out said like oh that feels like going back on what they did at the end of winter soldier but now that would make a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, no, I'm, I'm ready for it. Again, it feels like something new. It f- almost feels like a, a born identity or, or something of the MCU, you know, the, the political thriller that we're getting with, uh, that we got with Winter Soldier Plus, I don't know, high octane Mission Impossible type stuff, you know? Yeah. Does it feel like this show's been be- being made forever? 
I don't mm-hmm. know why, but like it just feels like they've been shooting this one. Like I was so sure it would come this year, and now the way they put it on the little graph, if I'm reading it right, like it might come out after Ant Man and the Wasp. So it's looking like it. It's looking like it. There, they just started reshoots too. Um, but those may also be for the Marvels. They're doing combo reshoots with with Secret Invasion and the Marvels. So it will be interesting. There were there were theories or rumors or something that Secret Invasion is actually going to straddle the Marvels, um, but that's kind of debunked now that they say Echo's coming out in that time frame. Yeah, um, but I mean, summer is into August, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely after Quantum Mania because Quantum Mania is saying February twenty seventh, twenty three, and then this is saying tr- spring twenty three. Yeah. Um, well, and I always keep, I always forget that one of the post credits on WandaVision was, um, Monica Rambeau talking to a scroll. So it seems like we almost would have to see Monica in this, but maybe not. All right. Moving along. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Another one that seemed like a big cry fest from everything I heard about in the room. Um, most of the folks were there. Drax couldn't make it, and uh, I think Zoe Saldana couldn't make it, but everybody else seemed to be there. Have a new Cosmo, the the space dog, played by a female actress, or an actress, yeah, which is awesome. Um, Rhiannon, thoughts on stuff you saw there? I, I, there was so much footage of a baby raccoon with tears welled up in its eyes in what we saw. There was so much, so much every, every like little bit, it would be like, and and, like, you cannot look at this little baby raccoon. I mean, it was like, it was obviously rocket, but like baby version and just like all teary eyed and like looking up. And this is clearly going to be a rocket story. And it it's clearly, I mean, and, and they had the high evolutionary there, um, like in costume as the high evolutionary going through the aisles, talking to everybody, talking about how it's, how he's looking to make the perfect species and all of this. But I mean, so we're clearly getting the rocket story and I don't think I can emotionally handle it. It just... Uh, it it's going to be too much. Um, that was my biggest takeaway from the trailer. But yeah, it was a very emotional. I mean, like James Gunn and Kevin were on stage to show that they still like each other very much. That they that they talked about when James originally pitched Guardians, where he flew out to Wilmington, North Carolina, where they were filming Iron Man two, which. That is absolutely unbelievable because I thought I was around then. Um, I it in North Carolina then when all that was happening. Um, they they talked about. I mean, like, and James even talked about Peacemaker. Like he's talked. You know, he was because the um, Chuck Woody, the um, the actor that's playing. The high evolution. We're all going to have to learn eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel. Marvel's doing a really good job of making me learn a lot of ethnic pronunciations, and and I'm happy about that. But I don't know them yet. 
um so so the actor playing the high evolutionary was in peacemaker and so they're like i don't know everybody was kind of like did he just talk about peacemaker during a marvel panel um but yeah i i i looking forward to this movie but they're gonna make me cry so much like i seriously on the emotional scale guardians of the galaxy tore up my heartstrings more than wakanda forever right just from from the little raccoon with the teary eyes that's um so well there were those there were those scenes in guardians 2 where the mm-hmm. ravagers kind of like pick on baby Groot and like throw drinks on him and like just are mean to him yeah that like really made me feel unsettled like like i was watching child abuse you know which I mean, I don't know. It's a cartoon tree. Like, get a hold of yourself. But knowing how I felt during that, I cannot imagine how difficult this this movie might be. Adam, do you have thoughts on Guardians 3 and things we heard? Yeah, Adam Warlock looks phenomenal. I don't know what it's in his forehead. Um, There will probably be a bunch of think pieces on that. Uh, But Warlock looks great. I have it as a 9, only because I have a couple of 10s on my list. But Guardians, everything they've said, um, I think this is, they still haven't really gotten super, super cosmic. And I mean that in the sense that, I mean, of course, yeah, we just got Ego, the living planet, a a living, breathing planet. Um, But at the same time, you know. We just got like going to the heart of the universe to meet eternity. Like as much as it wasn't executed, that's pretty cosmic. Yeah, it's pretty cosmic, but that's two out of like even captain marvel isn't entirely cosmic you know out of 27 movies how many movies are we in now we're at 28 now i think 28 so two three out of like i don't hardly count you know ragnarok you know so we're we're still talking about just a, a little teeny bit of that and even then in the guardians you know they're very very reduced from how they are in the source material you know they're yeah. more space pirates than they are whatever you know like yondu yondu's nothing like his original form um and the rest and we, of the ravagers but and we have no still haven't seen like the shiar and we haven't seen the brood we haven't really seen some symbiote stuff yet like there's still lots of other options out there. we haven't seen in humans you know, we've gotten just a taste of Hala, you know, and Hala is like the staple cosmic planet. Um, no supreme intelligence, you know, the the proper form, whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's part of me. Is, I mean, I have confidence in James Gunn um, to really hit this home. You know, he he's hasn't been afraid to say that Rockets is his very favorite character. And this is the rocket story that we've been waiting for. So I'm super excited about that. I love Adam Warlock. I'm super excited about that. And I'm, I'm super excited to where this, this leads, you know, um, everyone said it's the last that this is the last iteration of, of this version of the guardians of the galaxy, you know? Um, so I, I want to see what's next. Is Warlock going to join is, is, um, is Philovel going to join? Is, you know, is Cosmo going to join? What's, where's it go from here? You know, are we getting Annihilators? Are we getting Guardians 4? They're not going to retire the Guardians of the Galaxy name anytime soon. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm hyped to see where this, 
I mean, the teaser with the flaming lips. Come on, you know it's it's. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, see where it goes. Well, I- I'm fascinated because James has always said that Rocket is the most like him, and that like whatever he does with Rocket is a little bit autobiographical. And after the last movie was how Rocket does stupid stuff and says stupid stuff to push people away. And then James has the actual experience he had where stupid stuff that he said caused a fissure in the relationship, but then he was welcomed back. Like the way that his off the, off the screen life and situation with this franchise would allow him to even speak more powerfully into the idea of keeping family and keeping relationship, even when people screw up, like, I just think that it's a rich place for him to tell amazing stories. So, uh, all right, uh, Echo, we got nothing. That's just next on the calendar, but I assume we're going to hear more at D twenty three probably. So we'll keep going. Uh, the Marvels, actually, we didn't hear much except for that. I mean, they, they talked about the date, but nothing for the Marvels. But that is next in July. Um, and then at that point. Uh, we did get official confirmation that Blade is coming November of um, of next year, November of 2023. Uh, that That's a date we always expected it would get. I'm still shocked they're not going to move it up a week or two so it comes out for Halloween, but maybe that's not as important as I think it is. Uh, Adam, do you think we're going to see maybe a Blade cast at San Diego? At D23? Or D23, I mean. Yeah, I was under the impression we were getting that at San Diego, so I'm not sure if there were some final um, con- contractual holdups or something of that nature. Um, I'm expecting a very similar uh, reveal or what do you want to call it? Dump? Slate dump or something? I'm expecting this again at D23. So I would guess we'll get... Um, we won't get a blade teaser, you know, because it doesn't start until filming until after. But um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the cast. You know, what was it? The investors call a couple of years ago, um, last year, two years ago, where they just threw their faces up on the screen. Um, I would guess we'll probably see that for most of the stuff on here. You know, Blade, Daredevil, Agatha, New World Order, that type of stuff. Yeah. Ironheart, did I miss especially did I oh Ironheart that's what I have not put in Ironheart is then coming out sometime mm-hmm. between I think Blade and uh, before Blade and after um the Marvels it's on uh, the list after Blade and before Agatha oh okay that's interesting. it's fall 2023 Blade is November okay. 3rd 2023 Ironheart is fall 2023 See, this is where I don't trust their seasons at all how much yeah. after November 7th can something come out and still be fall? I well, mean, and I maybe it overlaps. Right, 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 right. No, ab- absolutely. I'm just saying when people are like, well, it says spring, so it can't come out until at least March 1st. I just don't put any <laughs> credence in that <laughs> stuff because I think Hollywood people are weird and they don't think about seasons the way that we do. So, But Ironheart, again, not much info. I, I think they're probably not going to tell us much about her until we meet her in black panther i would think yeah and then title change for agatha coven of chaos i don't know house of harkness coven of chaos either way that's fine for some reason i really like coven of chaos more than house of harkness because it 
makes it about chaos witches and not about Agatha's family. Oh, I don't know okay. why that makes a difference in my mind, but I like the new title more. I feel like this one is a, this is an eight for me, I think. Just because seven or eight, like, I kind of like, and I feel this way about Echo 2, stuff where there's not an obvious comic that they're going to adapt and it's going to be free to tell a newer original story. I'm kind of pumped about that. And I love, I love Catherine Hahn so much. And I think the mix of like spooky and funny is got great potential. And I think her as an ambiguous person character is going to be fun. So I don't know. I'm just all, I'm just all for Agatha more of it. Let's do it. You know? And they have that as winter 23, 24. So like, Merry Christmas. It's a show about say, witches. That's just, that's just such a weird Christmas series. <laughs> like, okay. Adam, any other thoughts about Agatha? Not really. No, this is at a nine just because of spooky stuff and magic stuff. And and the murmurings of the cast they're putting together is, is might be, well, I, I was going to say it might be Disney Plus's strongest cast yet, but Secret Invasion are so just out of this world. But um, I don't know. I'm almost getting like desperate housewives, but with powers vibes from Agatha. Um, yeah, I can't wait for that one. I think we will get cast or something for for that at at D23. I, I'm feeling pretty good about that. I want Joanne Rupp back. Let's get Mrs. <laughs> Foreman in that show as much as possible. I am here. For, I guess she's busy though now, right? Because they're doing that '90s show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, and then I don't know exactly the order of these things. Um, so it's Agatha and then Daredevil right, in spring but, 2024. So what's weird, though, is Marvel has been keeping a February 2024 date, at least in the like, hey, these are the dates we're holding lists they put out. It is not on this. But it's not on this. And so if people have been like, ooh, maybe that's Deadpool or whatever. It's. It's very weird to me that that they, I just saw a new one today. It's a list of all of Disney's releases through 2026. And they've got an untitled Marvel still on that list for 2024, but uh, nothing on the list here. So, oh my gosh, Deadpool coming out around the same time as the Daredevil series. Yeah. So that that's people's thoughts is like, oh, maybe they're considering a Fox thing or maybe because it's, Related to X-Men, they're not going to really have an MCU panel. I don't know. I'm also suspicious that they're keeping that spot open so they can kick Thunderbolts back up and give that July date to Spidey 4 if they really want to. But that's just my conspiracy theory. But they can't do Thunderbolts before Captain America. I don't know. That's what we said about Doctor Strange and No Way Home. But okay. I mean, they have Captain America May 3rd, 24, and then Thunderbolts July 24. I can't read that. Yeah. 20-something. So, so Daredevil, we talked about it already. You guys know we're except 18 episodes. Oh, my. We never got a Netflix series that was 18 episodes. 18 episodes is a lot. 18 episodes is a lot. I, I, it so, has to be that this is going to be a conglomeration show. That's what I'm saying. That it does a ton of things. Right. So it's like Mayor Fisk and there's like Jessica and Luke Cage and Punisher and, you know, who knows, a Spidey appearance. Like, 
Feige did very specifically talk about how Spidey and Daredevil are building a street hero track inside the MCU, which totally makes sense. And I'm totally excited about. And I am so not excited about Mayor Fisk. And that is like one of my least favorite storylines. So I just really hope they don't do a whole lot of that. Oh, I think Ben Offrey will knock it out of the park. So I'm not worried about it. Okay, I hope they improve upon what they did in the comics. It's, Adam, any thoughts on this? The, uh, the, the foundation's there to carry Mayor Fisk through Daredevil, New World Order, and Thunderbolts, which is, uh, it's almost too good to, to be, you know, is it just a coincidence? Probably, but it's almost too good. And this, here's like the Mephisto-type wheels turning again. But so, I mean, that's the thing, even though it's 18 episodes, there's a, there's a probability we still get less content than Netflix shows. Right. I mean, that 40 minutes per wouldn't that still be less than, I mean, the Netflix hours are right at an hour or the Netflix episodes are right at an hour. Right. There's a few of them that were 42, 43 minutes. Some of them okay. were 56, but mm. so I don't, Rhiannon's the expert. I'm sorry. She, she would know better than us. <laughs> she's muted i don't remember mm-hmm. um but i uh but i definitely feel like these 18 episodes yeah i mean some of these hour-long episodes have been more like 30 minutes so the uh, best... but now you have me thinking that mephisto could be the villain of daredevil and i think we should run with that theory <laughs> remember when we thought sigourney weaver was the beast now we can uh... actually get that now we can actually get that uh, um... I'd be pumped if we got either like 10 fingers or oh, blind spot or because, you know, like I'm a Charles soul guy all the way. Like, oh, at this point, they want to give us Frank McGee and just make him a mutant. I'm OK with that. I'll do it. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, was Frank McGee reader? No, he was the inhuman who his power was like light shot out of his eyes. Uh... And so they created these like sunglasses that then like pulled him through his pistols. And he was like going around shooting people with blasts of light. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, because I'd really like Reader. I liked Reader, and um, but uh, yeah, of the Soul Run, and if you're doing Mayor Fisk, the Muse. Yes, please. That yes. Muse panel where he paints City Hall with mm-hmm. blood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Marvel, you want to show us that you're doing mature content. You want to, yes, you want to give us something new. You want to, you want to make it. Just do it. Even, even the first time we like meet Muse, like it's just a painting. It's a red painting, and mm-hmm. they're like, we think this might be blood. And Daredevil smells, and he goes, No, that's 97 different people's blood. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, like you know, mm-hmm. like shivers. It's not common. I get shivers up my back from a comic book, but. That was good stuff. Incredible. One of one of my favorite Daredevil villains. The best thing Agents of Shield did though was when they did the pods, right? You have the one overarching thread throughout the entire the entire season. But why not do, you know, three three Daredevil pods? We've gotten it before, you know. Uh what am I trying to say? We three we've six got, episode pods. Yeah, so you yeah, have three, six, yeah. six, six, six right. for the devil. And uh, yeah, we're used to the six episode. Oh, six, six, six. There we go. That is, I did not come up with that, but oh. uh, I've been saving it. There you so, go. 
I think if you're if you're curious about this as a fan, you should definitely check out Andor, the Star Wars show coming up. Mm-hmm. Because Andor, they've told us it's going to be the whole thing is going to be 24 episodes and it's going to be two chunks of 12. And that's very different. They've been doing six episodes like Obi-Wan, like the Marvel stuff has. And so we're going to see what happens in the Disney Plus show when they go longer format. And so I'm I'm really fascinated. I think it'll give us an idea. I mean, it won't necessarily be the same thing, but I think it'll just be a taste of what Disney Plus looks like in a longer, more extended format. So, Right, but at the same time, with the exception of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan six episodes, right? Yep. Right. And they killed it with six episodes, which, which, you know, which I wish we could, I wish we could get that Obi-Wan feeling with, with Marvel, but um, soon, soon, maybe, maybe it takes 18 episodes. I mean, if they botch the ending of an 18 episode series, I did, I did like how Feige corrected himself and did say it was an 18 episode first season. Yes. Yes. Rhiannon, you asked this in our Discord. We should probably talk about a little here. Is it possible this is TVMA? Uh, You know, I know you've said it looks a little weird. I'm opening up my thing to watch cartoons with my kids, and Deadpool is sitting seductively at the (laughs) top of the screen. So I just don't think it's as weird as it used to be, you know? So it shows up there without you, or do you have, like, the parental controls turned off and it's there? Like, if your kids log onto their account, do they still see Deadpool? No. So that's because I'm on my account and I put in my password. Okay. But still, that juxtaposition of, like, here's Deadpool. Would you like to watch Star Wars Rebels as well? Like, that's there on my account, you know? Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think they're going there. I mean, they've done it. Punisher is there. You know, Daredevil's there, Logan, Deadpool, they're there. So they've done it. I think my next question, what I posed in the Discord is, do they announce these things? I mean, because they didn't announce anything on Deadpool. We we know Deadpool's coming. We don't know when it's coming. But do they announce their mature content at D23? Like where they have a panel hall that's doing like Hannah Montana and High School Musical, the musical, and now Punisher. Like, do they? Do I mean, they do that? They we didn't even talk about this yet. They announced a TVMA animated show in they the animation. Did. Yeah, we're gonna need a whole other podcast to talk about the animated panel. It's not. It's not canon, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I will say wait. quickly for our listeners, if you haven't seen me tweet about this, it is illustrative of what's going on. I said last week, we're going to see a division and divorce between animation and the MCU. When they put up the phase four graphic of all the shows that have come out, what if had been removed from phase four in the Feige presentation? That's not an accident. They, it is a different thing now. It's just not, it's not MCU the same way the MCU is the MCU. So, sorry, Adam. Right, but I mean, we're still going to watch X Men '97 and think it's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that, and that's why I to go back to DC, man. What DC's done with the multiverse, it's just I think it is, it's what Marvel should do and and will do. I don't think Secret Wars is going to reduce it all back to the one single timeline we've you know we've become accustomed to through the first three phases. 
But so, I mean, it, it was a busy weekend because Disney Plus did bring back Deadpool and Logan. So to me, it was two separate things. You know, Disney Plus didn't produce the Defenders verse and they didn't produce Logan and all this stuff. So, you know, that's that was kind of the last remaining um, roadblock kind of in my mind. You know, I'm like, well, it's Marvel stuff. So, of course, Disney Plus is going to want it. But at the same time, you know, Disney Plus can say, well, we didn't really pay for this. It's just essentially ours and we want it. Um, but then when the zombie stuff came out and said it was TVMA, that changes the whole game because that is a Marvel Studios project that Disney Plus is paying for. Um, I think it's a, a, a brilliant branding wise. Who knows? You know, I don't have kids that are that are using the platform thing i'm not part of the parents television council that's already saying that offering statements or whatever Um, nor am i for the record but yes go ahead but but you know for what people uh for as much uh, what do you want to call it bob chapek gets um you have to applaud his I mean, he is thinking about the company, you know, it makes sense for Disney plus to have content for everybody, you know, uh, that means adult content. That means the kids content, um, you know, Disney does have an image, but at the same time, the world is changing, um, so damn fast, you know, and Disney also Disney, I mean, Disney made the defender stuff, you know, um, not Disney plus. But but Disney and Netflix made it, so uh, it's changing. I, I think we'll see. I mean, Marvel Zombies, I'm sure, is probably going to be a little bit more graphic. I'm not sure it'll be invincible levels of graphic. Um, but it's you hard at this point. It's just hard for me to believe that they won't do TVMA stuff. What I think is really brilliant about it is I was telling my kids and I was like, oh, Marvel Zombies coming. And before I even could like say like it's going to be an adult show, my nine-year-old was like, oh, I didn't like that episode of What If. It was too scary. I don't want to see it. So the fact that she can't see it isn't a problem. She didn't even want to. Like it, it was already the Marvel thing she was going to skip. And so like it's, it is hand in glove, you know, like the zombie mm-hmm. show being TVMA makes sense because young kids don't want to watch it anyway, you know, like that's fine. And it is it is very interesting because um, the the word on the street is She Hulk will deal with more adult things, especially between Jennifer and Matt, which is probably the um, perfect launching platform right into Born Again, right? Yeah. All right, we probably should keep moving. Uh, Captain America: New World Order. The title: it's a Sam Wilson movie. I'm suspicious of fourth movies and franchises now because as much as I love Sam and I want him to have his opportunity, Thor, Love and Thunder has made me skittish. The title, it seems like it's all going a particular way. Like, hey, the government is doing really bad stuff. And I think that's somewhat topical and it's fine. I, I didn't feel like the title really inspired me too much, but I'm also hearing villain rumors that don't inspire me much but those are just rumors. Jeff Loeb's world party antagonist. It has the, 
as much as I hate that Captain America comic series, it's Loeb and Rob Liefeld. Um, The World Party has to be involved in some shape, way, or form. They're Hydra Light, I guess. Red Skull, it's Red Skull's new faction. Newish, it was 96 or 97 the comic came out. But I'm not saying Red Skull will come back. I think the party will just because it's bizarre. It's crazy. We're good. We'll probably get Mayor Fisk and Born again. Uh, New World Order comes out, and then Thunderbolts all come out in an election year. And it's, uh, I would guess, New World Order is just going to be cutthroat with everything. I, I think most of us are fully expecting November 2024 to look like. You know? Yeah. Um, so go for it. I mean, it's the social commentary is going to run thick. I mean, they. Um, certainly didn't skirt around it in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? And yeah. they're doing a movie, so why why wouldn't they just go for it and punch some Nazis? Yeah. Um, then Thunderbolts, we had already heard it was rumored. It gets dated for July of that year. Um, makes sense. Captain America is the more known mm-hmm. IP, and then you give that slightly lesser date in July to uh, to Thunderbolts. Um, I, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what that team looks like. I think we heard it was going to be some new faces and some faces we already know. White Russell was making sounds today, I think, that he thinks he'll be in it. So, all right, <laughs> we'll keep moving. Uh, at this point, we're just to movies, right, Rhiannon? Do you have that graphic in front of you? Yeah, we, are we to phase six now, I think. Yep, yes, because Thunderbolts, yeah. So, you know, we got phase four. Yeah. And we got phase five. And then I think it was BD just put up a tweet. Feige wants to talk phase six. And I jumped up and down out of my chair. I was like, holy crap. What? What are you talking about? We got three movies. Uh, no, uh, November 2024 is officially the uh, Fantastic Four movie. And then Avengers King Dynasty comes out that next May. And Avengers Secret Wars that November after that. Uh, Fantastic Four, I don't feel like there's much to talk about. We were hoping for a cast. Mm-hmm. We didn't get it. Hopefully we'll get one soon. Still no director on that either. Uh, we do have a director. Daniel Destin Cretton is now officially the Kang Dynasty director, which as a lover of Shang-Chi, I am so excited for him to be back doing that. Um, it's the, I mean, it's the best action we've gotten in a long time in a Marvel movie. And so doing that for Avengers is, is fantastic. I mean, the two Avenger movies are both just at this point, pretty close to tens, both for me, just because it's, it's awesome to do two of them in one year. Uh, I mean, it's, it's risky. It feels like the matrix and they did matrix uh, reloaded matrix revolutions, you know, in the same year, it's a big gamble. If it works out right, they will make a, they'll make 4 billion, $5 billion. Right. Like it's, it's crazy. Any thoughts from you guys on the reveals of those movies or their titles or anything like that? Well, and also, this is all the multiverse saga. Yes, mm. correct. Right. Which, to me, was a non-announcement, because we all have been predicting that for a year, you know? Yeah. I'll be very surprised if Secret Wars holds its date. I don't... It's going to help that there's going to be two completely different crews working on the movies. But, man, um, there are still... Two movie day, I don't know what they are. There's one like immediately before King Dynasty, what I suspect is going to be Shang-Chi 2. And then um, 
I don't know what the other one would be. So what other? You're you're right. There are two dates. The way the timeline looked, I just tweeted kind of yesterday. Like it looks like they're just TV shows to me. Like they're going to slow down movies because they have those two giant ones. And Charles Murphy retweeted me. Said I've checked into it. I think there are only going to be two movies that year. I don't know. We'll we'll see. That's six. No wait, that's that's eight Disney Plus shows then. But that's about right. I mean, yeah. it's it's like two for the end of the year, twenty twenty four, and uh, yeah, it's six, it's, I think. And then it's so no, it's five. So it's five. It can't be though, because there's two summer twenty twenty five dates. And uh, who knows? Maybe maybe we are getting. Um, Oh, yeah, it's four 2025 series, then three um, 2024. So that has Marvel, outside of Inhumans, has Marvel ever just given up a date? Yeah, because they're supposed to be four this year, and mm-hmm. they abandoned the February date, pushed back everything, because the Marvels was supposed to be this November. Right. So this year it was supposed to be February for Doctor Strange, May for Thor, July for Wakanda, and november for the marvels and they just abandoned the february date and pushed everything back okay well if that's the case you know if these are all disney plus shows um there's a very good chance they're all we know what they are this this september you know d23s there's no reason to reveal two of these you know and then leave the others covered um even then all of the shows that are are rumored still wouldn't cover it because there's uh nova perhaps if that's a series some think that's might be a movie wonder man midnight angels okoye okoye um and we're at four what else am i forgetting um yeah i i think one of them i think one of them's gonna be young avengers okay. it would not i just the way i would guess it Something's going to happen in Kang Dynasty that's going to make our heroes absent. And the young Avengers are going to have to try to step up in possibly a situation where the Thunderbolts are also stepping up. And Thunderbolts v. Young Avengers kind of content, I think, could be real possible that summer between the two movies. Interesting. Interesting. I would love for the Kang Dynasty stuff to uh, pick up some of Jason Aaron's stuff. The raid, the King Dynasty comic itself, I don't think they'll do with King's floating sword and and all that stuff. I think it'll be, um, I hope it's a lot more like Jason Aaron's stuff he's been doing. Is that the first Iron Fist we're going to get? The 1 million BC Avengers? That would be incredible. And that would be perfect cameo type stuff. Could you believe Ghost Rider on Woolly Mammoth? (laughs) That's where you can introduce Ghost Rider. That's where you can introduce... Uh, I mean, you would have another Black Panther. You can introduce the Iron Fist, um, the Phoenix. I, I just want to say all the different Kang. I think it'd be so, Jonathan Major is so awesome. Mm-hmm. If you have like uh, Ram Tut or whatever his name is, yeah. and then Immortus, and like, you know, like mm-hmm. um, they did a good, uh, Slot recently did a good Fantastic Four story. There was like four or five Kangs like mm-hmm. competing to kill kill Reed Richards or whatever. Like seeing Kang, uh, seeing Majors play four or five different Kangs in that movie, I think would be awesome. All right, right. So, Rhiannon? Uh, 
Rianne, do you have thoughts about all the Avengery movies? Not really. Just here for the ride to see where it goes. Yeah. I'm fearful. I did think about you. I think there's going to be a lot of time travel multiversey, <laughs> stretched physics. But Rihanna may not enjoy some of this as it wraps up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and every multiverse movie is going to be competing with everything everywhere all at once from now on. So, yeah. I mean, if they pull it all together and give it rules, that'll be cool. Explain all of these things, but I don't have a lot of faith right now. Yeah. I think the last thing I would say is just, I think Marvel did themselves a lot of favors. I think this has built excitement. There's got to be something here for everybody to be excited about, I think. And now that we know where we're driving to a double Avengers movie in 2025, I just think that's helpful. I just think people like, I think giving it shape helps people get excited and will help them build momentum. So definitely. All right. We've been talking forever. I'm sure Mm -hmm. Um, we will let's wrap it. We will talk about the animation panel soon. Um, Because I think Adam and I have vastly different opinions on what happened to the animation panel, but that's all right. Uh, Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, Sorry it came out as as late as it has. We just, this was a good night for us. We'll get it to you as quick as we can. I hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.